0: Well, as most people know, obesity is certainly a big problem. Here in Korea, people have started to become concerned about obesity. And according to a study published in the British medical journal, The Lancet, a whopping one in five adults worldwide could be obese by 2025. So to learn more about this uh, global obesity epidemic, we're very pleased to have joining us the President of the International Association for the Study of Obesity, Philip James. Hello. Uh,
1: Good evening to you. Good morning for me.
0: Well, thank you so much for joining us, sir. Uh, As it stands right now, uh, what are the current global diet trends and uh, their possible impact on obesity levels?
1: be very clear for the last uh, 30 to 40 years that the Western Americanized uh, British style style of eating is being exported right across the world. So there's a big increase in uh, fast food with a high fat and high sugar content. These foods with ready prepared convenience foods are being sold and there's a huge marketing effort and there is of course also the soft drink uh, cola business which is an enormous i mean billions of dollars worth every year and as globalization comes with your career and other Asian countries having entered a pact with the United States, uh, this is going to become even, even more severe. So as the fat goes up and the sugar goes up, uh, that extraordinary increase in these two commodities actually allows the obesity epidemic to increase because people uh, like fats and sugars, they were very rare in ancient times. And so they eat too much of these. And that's combined in an obesity epidemic, which has really taken off in most of the world since the 1980s. The obesity epidemic is partly due to that food system and also to the fact that we've effectively given, given up our normal physical activity. Car use, mechanical aids in the home, at work, we practically do very little physical work to earn our living now. And with television and video games and computers. It means that as we drop our physical activity, and it's very difficult to reverse, it's even more important to have a high-quality diet. So all the dietary trends are going in the wrong direction, Mm. uh, and that's the biggest problem. And it particularly is
0: affecting Asia, uh, the Middle East, and Africa at the moment. So the way you lay it out is uh, global trade and you know people can be on either side of the issue of globalization but things like the tpp and various other factors which have an influence with this so-called westernization of diets around the world as well as an increased sedentary lifestyle kind of lead to this uh, perfect storm that you're alluding to if it if it's um to the point where 1 in 5, 20% of of adults around the world can potentially be considered obese by 2025. Is it uh, sort of a tipping point? Are we past the point of no return? Or do you feel that policies like uh, what the UK recently instituted with their sugar tax are things that will mitigate this so-called global epidemic?
1: Well, the, uh, the question of whether it's irreversible or not is a big question because, as the uh, recent paper to which you referred on obesity, but also yesterday, the diabetes epidemic came through. And, of course, one of the big complications of obesity is diabetes. And from an obesity point of view, please remember that the latest calculations are that it, obesity costs the world already $2 trillion dollars a year. In other words, it's the equivalent to the cost of all warfare, guerrilla war, all conflicts. Obesity is already at level. So I mean, we have to think about it in a very different way. The Americans and the Brits have constantly talked about this is your individual problem. If you get fat, it's your own fault. Mm -hmm. And it's complete nonsense. Um, Of course, individuals can try and help themselves, but there's quite a big genetic component. So the people who get plump first and then obese first are very often the people who are genetically sensitive. So everybody is getting fat. The the rich, the most educated, the most intelligent, they are getting fatter in practically every country in the world. So we have to think about these sugar taxes, Mm. and actually uh, we ought to be thinking about fat. I mean, in Malaysia and Indonesia, there's a huge industry with enormous exports of vegetable oils. This needs, putting it crudely, to be put to better use. Uh, It's a terrible problem because that increases, and the World Health Organization now recognizes that it increases obesity, as does sugar, and sugary drinks should effectively be taxed out of a normal use because uh, the British are just introducing a tax, other countries are, are discussing inc- increasing the tax very substantially. A 10% tax is nothing. We know that the industry uh, manipulates the market all the time by having uh, fast foods and soft drinks everywhere and by putting in special deals. And in Britain, 40% of all food purchases are from special promotions. In other words, you can have two lots of this for the Mm -hmm. price of Mm -hmm. one. So sugar tax uh, does work contrary to what the um, soft drink industry is trying to say. But you need at least a 20% tax. And frankly, in Korea um you've actually benefited because you've had a big drive not to as it were westernize the korean diet but it's beginning to slip now right and i think you should persist and put quite big fiscal penalties on any increases in fat and sugar intake and so the sugar tax on soft drinks is just the start
0: the counter argument is always You hear this from maybe the more fitness enthusiasts. Look, this is thermodynamics, calories in, calorie out, simple arithmetic, just consume less than you burn. And it just takes self-discipline and willpower. But what you're saying is that sometimes people can't help themselves. And often it is uh, what you're saying, insidious marketing campaigns that are uh, the main culprits. And that's why government does have to step in.
1: Yes, uh, that's exactly right. With the chief scientist of the British government telling the British government 10 years ago now, you've got to forget about this idea that it's all down to individual uh, uh, discipline. If, if it was that, we were in the most educated, the most intelligent, the most really switched on people, you wouldn't have any increase in weight. But we see uh, whatever the country that the most intelligent and educated getting fat So, mm-hmm. and a beautiful study from the uh, parliament here in Britain in the scientific committee showed the behavioural change in other words health education telling people what to do it's a help but it has very little effect without tackling these other big social right. and economic policy questions
0: Okay. We are going to have to leave it there, sir, but uh, thank you very much uh, for joining us and bringing this important issue to light. Appreciate it. Delighted. Thank you. President of the International Association for the Study of Obesity, Philip James. Seoul City News, up next.